for years, many, many, many years, music has called for people to love one another. Has it not been the case? I mean, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, even today. Come on, love one another. And yet, we can't seem to get it right most of the time. There was a song back in the 60s, What the World Needs Now is Love, Sweet Love. And we cry out for that every day of our lives. When, you're, when you listen to the news, it's pretty evident, right? Whether you agree on a political topic or not, whether you agree of a political party or not, whether you agree with all of the stuff going on in the world, people fight and they argue, and it gets pretty nasty, doesn't it not, you know? I made a rule in our house that on Christmas and Easter, when we get together for uh, dinner, we will not talk politics. Because if we do, there's always a battle. There's always a battle. And so it just shows how divisive the world is today. But Jesus calls, to, calls us to love one another. That's not very hard to do, or is it? The readings, I think, lead us down the road of love. In that first reading, being a disciple like Paul and Barnabas, they didn't have an easy road. And in that reading, they said, we will face many trials and tribulations. And in daily life, hasn't the world faced trials and tribulations for centuries upon centuries? It never seems to resolve itself. And I'm not sure that it ever will because there's been political battles, racial battles, people not accepting of one another. I'd love it to end. I would love it to end and we could live in peace and harmony, but it doesn't seem like we humans can do it right. It just doesn't seem that way. But when you try to evangelize and you try to be like Christ, you have doubters. People don't believe you or people say, oh, look at you, you're holier than thou. But our, but our mission and our call is to keep on the course, to continue to love one another. You know, I had an example the other day. It just dawned on me. I went to Mariano's, and I do the self-checkout line. It's much easier for me, in and out. And there's a lady there, a clerk, and I said, I always say hi to people, whether I go to the car wash or go to the grocery store. How you doing today? And she said to me, you're the first person that ever asked me how I'm doing today. And I said, really? It's become part of who I am. I always talk to people. How you doing? How's it going? What's your day like? And it gave me a glimpse of the way people are and the way we are. And I'm sure we, I'm sure I don't do it all the time either, you know, but how we just take people for granted and takes things for granted. But how can we change the world? How can we be the good disciples? Well, we need to be prudent and steadfast in our love of God. And it all stems from our relationship with Jesus. How do we ask him to transform us so that we can transform the world? Because it's not going to change unless we change ourselves. What we believe, what we stand for, how we treat one another, how we acknowledge one another. Do we do simple acts of kindness? Do we show love for people? even when they're not like us, when they don't believe the things we do. We're called to do that, and that's not easy to do. 
That second reading, I don't know about you, but Revelation is always sort of muddled around in my head. I've never really followed that because it's so, so much imagery. But what I got out of that reading was a new city, a new time. How can we change the world? We can change the world and live in a new city, in a new environment by being like Christ. Is it easy to transform? No. That's God's job to change the world. But he uses us to do that, that we show love and concern and care and empathy and understanding towards one another. Because we as baptized people, we are his disciples. So we must carry out his work, but he works through us. How do we change people's views of abortion, for instance, which is the hottest topic on the face of the earth? I don't know that we ever will, but what do we do? We pray. We ask God to help us to say the right things, to do the right things. How can we not see life from conception to natural death? That's what it is. How can we change the world through God, through Jesus, by praying, asking him to transform us so that we can help transform the world? How do we change a person's heart filled with violence? And all this stuff going on. I mean, I, I woke up this morning, I turned on the news, and there was a 16-year-old guy shot at the bean in Chicago and murdered. What kind of society do we live in that we allow this to happen? It's unacceptable. Is it a lack of love? Whatever it is, we can try to change the world through our work in Jesus. We have to look to him to transform us so that we can help transform those things. It's all the violence. It's not just Chicago. It's all over. Look at Buffalo yesterday. I mean, guy goes into a grocery store. I mean, how can we change that? By being like Christ and being his disciples and not afraid to speak out. That's how we do it. None of us have physically seen or touched Jesus Christ, have we? Not like the disciples. They were there with him. We have not, but yet we believe. We come here every week and we participate in our liturgies. We participate in receiving the body and blood of Christ through communion. So we believe, but he is with us every moment of every day. He, Jesus, requ not requires, asks us to be in relationship with him. And we have to act upon that. We, we really do. We have to reach out to him and say, Lord, change me. Change my heart so that I can help change the world through you. That's the only way. That's the only way we're going to do this thing in our lives. We don't have to agree with one another. We don't have to all have the same view because life would be boring if we did. But through Christ's intervention in our own lives, we can change our hearts. We can change our view of the world. We can change things around us and we can be his disciple to help change the world. And I think it can be done, but it takes work each and every day to do that. Love one another as I have loved you. That's Jesus's command. Since we're disciples, since we're baptized, we must do that. We're required to do that. When you come to communion today, 
Ask the Lord to come into your heart, your mind, and your soul. Ask the Lord to transform you that when you receive his body and we believe he is present in that little wafer, we believe he is there. Transform me, Lord, for the week so that I can go out into the world to help facilitate change. And it may be simply being kind and being loving and understanding. And that's all he requires us to do. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. And what a better time to start right here, right now.